Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520. Blanketing 17 states and much of Canada. Back by popular demand, we have the Erie County Republican Chairman with us, Nick Langworthy. And we also have a bright young leader with the Amherst Republican Committee, the new chairman, Joseph Hines. To tell you a little bit about our guest, Nick Langworthy was unanimously elected as chairman of the Erie County Republican Committee in 2010. He's been re-elected in 2012, 14, 16. First elected at 29 years of age, he is the youngest person ever to be elected chairman of any political party in Erie County, New York. On January 1st, 2018, Joseph Hines was elevated to the chairman of the Amherst Republican Committee. Joe is the youngest chair of the committee in recent memory. Two young dynamos with us today. Joe Hines graduated from Canisius College in 07 with a dual degree in history and political science. He then attended Notre Dame Law School and graduated with a JD in 2010. And we've had many times on this show another Notre Dame a graduate in Edward Kowski, and also another Notre Dame graduate in Dr. Robert Smolinski, whose father was the secretary of the Erie County Republican Committee. Let's talk about the fast news that took place in the last two days. A popular Democrat state attorney general attacking, now I understand, five women physically, choking them, beating them, and resigned within three hours of the time this became public. We're talking about Eric Schneiderman. Gentlemen, what do we make of this man beating women, strangling them, suffocating them, and resigning from office? Well, I, I, you know, people didn't know that this existed, Brian. I just want to thank you first and foremost for having me on the show and for doing this show because um, you're you're role in the community as a leader in in the many civic organizations that you participate in um, is invaluable to us. And uh, thank you for helping us reach, uh, you know, folks out there and taxpayers that are frustrated uh, with the direction of our government. Um, But as we look at Eric Schneiderman, here is someone that's just a plain hypocrite. Um, You know, here is someone that was at the forefront, you know, over 100 frivolous lawsuits he's entered in as attorney general uh, against the president of the United States and the the federal government uh, just in the last year alone. And, you know, he, he... called himself a leader of the Me Too movement. And now we come to find out the behavior and the treatment that that he did in his personal life of women. Uh, it's disgusting. Uh, and I, I really do hope that he's prosecuted for the domestic violence that he participated in. Uh, but he, he is a hypocrite. And um, 
I am so glad that he's resigned the office. He was a disgrace to the office while he was in it. Uh, he's now known as an even greater disgrace uh, as the former attorney general. And uh, I hope that uh, he, whether it's a district attorney or uh, the new acting attorney general, that they will uh, go to work uh, and bring justice for the women that have come forward. And they're very brave in doing so. Well, you know, he says it was consensual role-playing. Well, I've never heard of role-playing suffocating and strangling women and beating them. And the, and the hypocrisy, as Chairman Langworthy has talked about, he went after Harvey Weinstein when he was far worse. I never heard of Harvey Weinstein beating women or suffocating them. Joe Hines, you're an attorney. You went to Notre Dame Law School. What do you make of the, the top uh, person enforcing law in New York State beating and suffocating in, uh, women? What, what do you think of that? Well, uh, obviously, I, I echo everything that, that Chairman Langworthy had said. And again, uh, thank you, first and foremost, again, Brian, for having me on. Um, you know, it's, it's a sad thing to read. It's a sad thing to see. Um, just like Nick had said, it's absolutely disgusting. And I think it goes, you know, past just Eric Schneiderman to show that what's really needed in Albany is is reform is reform-minded people reform-minded candidates you know and and time after time after time we see folks go to Albany and they end up coming back in handcuffs or they end up uh, uh, leaving their apartments in disgrace you know I think that uh, that this year uh, in looking forward we certainly have an exciting slate of candidates to bring that kind of reform to Albany if it's Mark Molinaro at the governor's level uh, locally we have our own Ray Walter who is is certainly been a champion uh, for reform and reform-minded issues. And this is just another example of, of what we need to s clean up the swamp that's in Albany. Yeah, I, yes. I mean, if I could jump back in Please. here, Brian. I mean, our, our, our local, you know, Democratic leadership, uh, you know, said that, you know, they, they saluted Eric Schneider for, for doing the right thing and resigning. Uh, he didn't do the right thing. I mean, beating the hell out of women is never the right thing to do. I mean, he's a disgrace, and his actions are disgusting, and he should be prosecuted. There's absolutely nothing magnanimous about this resignation. I mean, he's a total fraud, and he's a hypocrite, and he's been revealed now uh, to be so. So uh, my hope is that this... Uh, revelation will open the eyes of many people that might have bought into some of the nonsensical liberal rhetoric that was put out there by people like Eric Schneiderman and Bill de Blasio, and particularly Andrew Cuomo, uh, that, you know, they really are hypocrites in uh, some of their actions. So, uh, you know, going forward, we have to put an optimistic slate of leaders and give taxpayers a choice in this upcoming election. Yes, uh, I look upon Schneiderman as a thug and a, and a bully, uh, beating uh, women up and uh, just horrible, but strangling them and suffocating them as the attorney general, and he says it was consensual. I've never met a woman who enjoyed being beaten. I've never, I haven't met one yet. Now let's talk about the other side of the picture. I talked to Chairman Langworthy yesterday about this. We had a good friend of Nick Langworthy, Nick Langworthy was very close to Governor Pataki, and his secretary, basically his chief of staff, was John Cahill, who spoke at the Amherst Republican Committee four years ago, and now Joe Hines is the chairman of the Amherst Republican Committee. Here's a devout Catholic, uh, charismatic, bright, clean guy, John Cahill, and Ambassador Mack told me yesterday he thinks he's going to jump in and he's going to win this time because he came close last time. How do we see the candidacy of John P. Cahill for New York State Attorney General? 
Well, I, I, Brian, I can report to you first here as we're talking on uh, Wednesday the 9th. I just got off the phone for over an hour with John Cahill, and he's very much exploring a race for Attorney great. General, uh, which he you know, ran a great race in a very underfunded race compared to uh, the special interest money that Eric Schneiderman had in 2014. Uh, but John, I, I think, is more likely than not to pick up the mantle and run this race. Uh, I encouraged him strongly, told him I'd I'd do everything I could to help him get elected. Um, you know, we need people like John Cahill, someone that comes to the, to the table with real experience uh, on behalf of the common sense taxpayers of this state. And, you know, uh, I, I just celebrated the, the, my eighth anniversary as chairman of the party. And the one thing that I'm very proud of is that we've put candidates forward to uh, govern Erie County that have put taxpayers first. And I think that's exactly the kind of thing that John Cahill would do as attorney general. He would not use this office and abuse this office. A very powerful uh, position is attorney general of the state, you know, one of the most powerful attorney generals in America. Um, you know, it was abused under Eric Schneiderman as a, as a means to uh, prepare him to be a governor or to make him a national figure in attacking uh, Donald Trump and his agenda. Uh, instead, we need someone that's going to be the people's lawyer, uh, someone that's going to, you know, uh, fight wrongs on behalf of the taxpayers uh, when they need assistance. Uh, be there as an advocate for you know common sense working folks, and that's exactly what you would have in a John Hill K John Cahill candidacy uh, that we haven't seen in this state for way too long. We've had people that have tried to use this office as a stepping stone to the next portion of their career, whether it be Elliot Spitzer who became governor, Andrew Cuomo who became governor, or uh, you know Eric Schneiderman who was preparing a run uh, for a future governor's run. Um, but uh, John Cahill is exactly the kind of person that, that deserves to be in the role of attorney general. Let's talk a little bit more about him from the local perspective in Amherst, New York, from Joseph Hines, who is now chairman of the Amherst Republican Committee. And four years ago, John Cahill, after going to church at uh, Joe's church at St. Gregory the Great, he went there with uh, me and Bud Cop, and then he came to the Amherst Republican dinner. What is your impression, uh, Joe Hines, as Amherst Republican chairman of John Cahill for attorney general of New York State? Well, certainly his, his reputation is, is sparkling. Um, he has the, the reputation, especially in the legal community, of being an honorable guy, of being an optimistic guy. And uh, like, like Nick had said, you know, a lot of times, and especially with the last attorney general, we've seen him try to use this office and, and politicize this office to go after either the president or his own political adversaries. And John Cahill is the exact opposite of that. John Cahill will come in, he will respect the office, he will use it uh, and its powers in a way that help our community instead of helping himself. Wonderful man, a good, devout Catholic, and uh, an honest, decent, charismatic man, John Cahill. We wish him well. Uh, it looks like he's going to be running for state attorney general. He's been a guest on this program a few times, and he's respected across the nation as a top attorney. For those who have just tuned in to the Rusk Report, we have with us today two rising stars in Erie County. We have Nick Langworthy, chairman of the Erie County Republican Committee, talked about as a future New York State Republican chair, and Joe Hines, the new chairman of the Amherst Republican Committee, bringing youth and vitality to the committee. 
I'd like to urge all of our listeners to support the Ampol Eagle newspaper, which is the voice box of Bologna. For subscriptions, call 716-835-9454 to learn about Polish and Polka events. And I'd like to thank those who've called regarding our recent guests. Last week we had Marcus Molinaro, candidate for governor of New York State. We also had Ron Kessler, and he's going to be featured May 31st at the Amherst Republican Committee dinner. Uh, his new book is a best-selling book, The Trump White House. He's been on Fox about this many times. And also, thank you to those who've called regarding Dr. Earl Campazzi, who is a leading researcher on prostate cancer from Palm Beach, Florida. Uh, coming up, we're going to have Russell Salvatore, great philanthropist and restaurateur on the Rusk Report, so please stay tuned. We have many exciting programs. A little bit more information about Chairman Nick Langworthy. In his tenure as Erie County Republican Chair, Nick Langworthy has re-energized and modernized the Republican Party and placed a major emphasis on growing the grassroots of the Republican Party in the digital age while sticking to core Republican principles of smaller government, lower taxes, and greater personal responsibility. About Joe Hines, the new Republican chairman in the town of Amherst, New York. In addition to chairing the Amherst Republican Committee, Joe Hines serves on the Amherst Youth Foundation Board of Directors, is a member of the Amherst Chamber. He works as an attorney at Lippus Matthias Wexler Friedman. He also serves on the Erie County Citizens Budget Review Commission. And if you're listening in Buffalo or Montreal or Washington, D.C., to our 50,000 watts of clear channel power, as we receive letters at the station at ESPN as far away as Scandinavia and New Zealand, drop us a note. Please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. We always greet letters from our Canadian and European listeners. Let's talk about the future of the Erie County Republican Committee. I know you're down about 130,000 in affiliation, but you keep winning. You just won three countywide offices. So let's talk about the bright future of the Erie County Republican Committee. Nick Langworthy. Well, we, we have, uh, like you said, Brian, I, on paper, we should lose every single election because we're way down in numbers. Um, but we have been one of the places in New York State where the Republican Party has performed the best. Um, last year was a difficult year around New York. I mean, the Constitutional Convention drove out New York State pensioners and retirees, you know, which skews extraordinarily democratic in its, uh, in, in its enrollment, it, it, the Constitutional Convention vote drove them to the polls because their unions lied to them, telling them that if the Constitutional Convention passed, that they would strip them of their pensions. Um, that lie was a great get-out-the-vote tool for Democrats. Uh, but even regardless of that, we were still able to capture uh, in hold three countywide offices, which uh, around the state we lost places that Republicans hadn't lost in over a hundred years. I mean, there were there was a you know the, the largest town in America, Hempstead. They got wiped out. Uh, the Republican candidates, you know, despite um, you know such a strong machinery behind them, uh, we were able to not just reelect our sheriff Tim Howard, reelect our great controller Stefan Mahilu, but we were also able to uh, capture the office of Erie County Clerk with our great uh, candidate Mickey Kearns. And you know, we d- we do that because we put a taxpayer-centric uh, message forward. 
in, in the candidates that we put out there that, that the taxpayers can take it to the bank, that those will be people that have their back and watch the bottom line each and every year. Very good. Now let's talk about the Amherst Republican Committee with the new chairman. You have popular elected officials with Assemblyman Ray Walter, Senator Mike Ransenoffer, Marjorie Yeager, the town clerk, Pat Lucy, Highway Superintendent and Legislator Ed Rath. What does the future hold? Joe Hines is chairman of the Amherst Republican Committee. Yeah, Brian, it certainly is an, an exciting time for us in Amherst. You know, since I took over at the beginning of the year, it really given us an opportunity to get back to basics. And um, using the Erie County GOP as an example of, you know, what you can do when demographics may not necessarily be on your side. And it really is about getting back to basics. You know, we, we look at ourselves as, as doing three things. First is advocating for responsible government and, and for common sense leadership. Second is developing and supporting candidates. Uh, and the third is to hold those who are in power accountable. Now, in Amherst at the moment, uh, we're, not, uh, we're not represented on the town board, but we're certainly using what we can to hold the people who are on the new town board accountable. And it really is something that's extraordinarily important, just given the examples. Now, we're in May, so it's been about five months since they took over, and we've, really, we've had just one thing after another uh, that's come up that, that's really shown – uh, that we need we need to hold those folks' feet to the fire, and we have a responsibility to do so. Just to give you an example, I mean, the first meeting three days after they took office, uh, the, the new town supervisor hired a chief of staff, his campaign manager, uh, for an $81,000 salary per year, and then followed that up with a new, uh, creating a new position uh, of a, I, I think it's called, um, you know, a, uh, economic development. Now he folks, never mentioned this when he was running oh, about adding these jobs. Absolutely he never not. Mentioned it. Absolutely not. We got eighty thousand salary, seventy five thousand dollars salary, and the one concrete thing that I've seen come out of it that's been in the papers uh, is the town now has a Facebook page. So you know, I I don't know about you. I'm I'm not exactly technologically savvy, uh, but I can do it in Facebook fifteen minutes. Page. That's yeah. an expensive Facebook page, and and five months to put it up just uh, just doesn't seem like responsible government. So really, we're we're concentrating on on keeping those folks accountable. But at the same time, you know, given our town elections were last year, we don't have a break for 2018. Uh, there's a lot of exciting things on the horizon. Like you said, we have a great assemblyman Ray Walter, great state senator Mike Ranzenhofer. Uh, who we are working hard every day to reelect them next year and working with our state and our county parties to elect the Republican slate statewide. Before we go uh, to a question with Chairman Langworthy, uh, for those who've just tuned in, drop us a note. We'd like to hear from you if you're listening in Toronto, Amherst, New York, or northern Florida to our 50,000 watts of clear channel power. Please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio. 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. Again, we encourage all of our listeners to purchase the Ampole Eagle newspaper for news and polka events in western New York. The subscription number is 716-835-9454, the Ampole Eagle newspaper. A little bit more information about our guests. Since Nick Langworthy was elected chairman, the Republican Party in Erie County has been growing, winning, and leading. In 2013, a Republican majority was elected to the Erie County Legislature for the first time in 40 years. His air of party leadership has led to great victories, including the election of Congressman Chris Collins, County Comptroller Mahaliu, County Clerk Kearns, Senator Jacobs, and the re-election of Sheriff Tim Howard. 
Joseph Hines, the Amherst Republican chair, is a lifelong Amherst resident. He and his wife are raising two young daughters in the town of Amherst, our guests on the Rust Report. Now let's talk about the miracle you pulled off last year, Nick Langworthy. You had three countywide races for sheriff, the county clerk, and the comptroller. You won all three. How did you do it, Chairman Langworthy? Well, I, I mean, I'm going to go back to just putting taxpayers first. I mean, Stefan Mahailu has been someone out in the forefront since he was, he transitioned from news media uh, to the uh, the world of government, and a lot of people didn't think he could ever win that office. Um, and when he was elected, he immediately went to work doing a lot of the things Joe Hines just talked about, is pointing out you know, where money was being wasted in county hall. I mean, you did this when you were a county legislator. Um, and he holds people in power accountable. Mm-hmm. And he did that in the media, and now he's doing that as controller. And that actually puts, um, you know, that led the way last year. as People knew Stefan had done an amazing job uh, in that role, uh, that he could turn around and do that for us here. I think he'd be a tremendous candidate for Erie County Executive as we look forward to 2019. Um, you know, Sheriff Tim Howard is a law and order sheriff. He's someone that uh, has uh, put his whole career into law enforcement, into keeping people here in Erie County safe. And, you know, we pay some of the highest taxes in America. People demand that we have law enforcement that keeps us safe and keeps our streets safe, and that's what we've had with Sheriff Howard. And Mickey Kearns is someone that's been wildly independent when he was a member of the state assembly. He was one of the first people in the the whole legislature to call for the ouster and the resignation of Sheldon Silver when the revelations came forward about his graft and corruption. And Mickey Kearns has now tackled the Erie County Clerk's Office to modernize it, to keep more of our revenues locally, to ke- to keep our taxes as low as possible. Uh, and he's found creative ways to do that already in his first few months on the job. Uh, it, it's the caliber of the individual candidates. It's the messaging, putting taxpayers at the forefront, and making sure that we have an organization that can help those candidates deliver the message. And it's also, you know, putting youth and optimism forward uh, for the ticket. I mean, you look at some Someone like uh, you know my my fellow guest here, Joe Hines. I mean, a, a brand new chairman uh, of the Amherst Republican Committee. He's got to be the youngest chairman we've ever had in uh, at the town level. And at least the know, last forty years. Job. Uh, he's doing a tremendous job growing uh, that committee, and its best days are ahead of it. Wonderful. Well, let's talk about the best days ahead in the town of Amherst. Um, Let's talk about your strategy to win, to get more Republicans in Amherst registered, and to get quality candidates to run for office. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about your hopes and aspirations, Chairman Joe Hines. Absolutely. And and I just, I do want to take this opportunity to say, you know, I appreciate what what you were saying, Chairman Langworthy. I think that certainly the, the best days for the Amherst Committee are ahead of us, but we certainly have had a lot of dedicated folks who've been involved, none more so than Brian, who's been absolutely instrumental uh, over the years to uh, to keep electing Republicans in Amherst year after year and and bringing in some some great uh, some great guests like Ron Kessler who's coming in for our our spring cocktail reception. Tell us about reception. that event. Absolutely. Well, so May 31st, uh, we're having our spring cocktail reception at Risotto's Restaurant uh, on Maple Road. We're having Ronald Kessler in, um, a guest, a frequent guest of the Rusk Report, uh, author of, an, of a new book on the president. We're also honoring Senator Mary Lou Rath, who uh, spent three decades in public service serving the, the folks of the town of Amherst and beyond. Uh, it's really it's going to be an exciting event. We're going to have a, a great turnout, a great 
couple of speakers. Uh, and I'd encourage anyone who's interested, visit our website, AmherstGOP.org, and get tickets there. And uh, you can find out more information. I'd like to mention, uh, Joe, Chairman Hines was talking about Ron Kessler, and on April 15th, in the Sunday Buffalo News, and this is rare in the Buffalo News, there was a half a page review by Hugh Hewitt of the Washington Post, very flattering, about Ron Kessler's new best-selling book, The Trump White House, Changing the Rules of the Game. And in this book, he interviewed the President of the United States in the Oval Office for many hours. And Chairman Langworthy is bringing in famous author Ron Kessler on May 31st. Now let's talk, Nick, about something near and dear to your heart, and you are one of the leaders who made this possible. Our guest last week on the Rust Report blanketing 17 states was the Republican candidate for Governor Marcus Molinaro, and Joe Hines was there with Carl Baumas when Nick had him in in Buffalo, uh, basically announcing his candidacy a month ago. Let's talk about this bright, dynamic candidate for governor, Marcus Molinaro, Chairman Langworthy. Yeah, I, when, when you look at the, the challenge our party has this year, it's to uh, replace Governor Cuomo. And, I, you know, not a day goes by, I, I run into someone on the street, and they, they, they talk about how much they're dissatisfied with New York State government. And after eight years of Andrew Cuomo, uh, no matter how many taxpayer-funded commercials he runs uh, declaring New York's open for business or, or how many phony press conferences or gimmicks that he presents, they, are, they know they're not better off. There's less money in their pocket. Their taxes keep going up. Uh, and Andrew Cuomo has presided over a government that spends too much, taxes too much, and is too corrupt. Uh, he, he pledged to clean up Albany, and somehow in the last eight years it's gotten dirtier. And Marcus Molinaro is exactly what the doctor ordered. Here is the you know optimistic young leader that is the Dutchess County executive, a former member of the state assembly, uh, someone that has dedicated his entire life to service. And he is agreed uh, and will be nominated as our Republican nominee for. Uh, governor of the state of New York on uh, May 23rd and 4th when we're at our state convention in Manhattan. Uh, Marcus is the leader that we can coalesce behind and we can repeal and replace Andrew Cuomo this year. Now, uh, Joe Hines, you're a young attorney, Notre Dame Law School graduate. You have two young kids, a wife. You're active with St. Gregory the Great Parish in Amherst. As a young professional, how do you look upon Marcus Molinaro governor well it's really it's inspiring to see the dedication that uh, that Marcus has to his community and you know if you if you look back into his history I think he was 17 or 18 when he was first elected to public office and he really has the best interests of the community in mind and you can see that year after year and it's uh, it's really something where I believe that the energy this year the youthful energy the optimism is going to be on on the side of the Republican Party um, you know back uh, uh, in early February I believe Nick had put together a debate of what were then the declared candidates for governor. And, you know, coming out of that, it was, you know, a low energy event. It really was. Mm-hmm. Um, but the light switched almost immediately when when Marcus decided to get back into the race. And, uh, you know, we saw it even at our own committee level. You know, uh, in one of our meetings, we, we ran a straw poll and it was almost unanimous looking to Mark Molinaro to be the next governor. I'm sorry we have to bring the Rust Report to a close. We've had two dynamic young leaders of politics in 
Western New York State, Erie County Republican Chairman Nick Langworthy, backed by popular demand, and the new chairman of the Amherst Republican Committee Attorney, Joseph Hines. Special thanks to Kevin Carr, our director of production for the last 15 years. We encourage all of our listeners to buy the Ampo Legal newspaper. And thank you for enlightening us, Chairman Langworthy and Chairman Hines. Have a great week. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. 